0: Hello, and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 29. I'm Dara Magnetist.
1: And I'm Dan here.
0: Dan, back off for holidays. We are. Yeah, well, I'm pretty relaxed now, chilled out, batteries recharged. And likewise. Good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, feeling so good. tell us of your, um, your amazing trip to Wexford. Wexford, wexford. <laughs> wexford.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we spent the uh, August bank holiday. In Wexford. as we do most years, um, and it was really, really good. We had a disco uh, with a Mamma Mia theme, which was interesting. Lovely. Um, can't see you in a dress, but anyway. I, I can assure you, I was not dressed up. Okay. Um, and then there was a table quiz, and there was music bingo, and there was lots of and I was umpiring uh, at the tennis tournament down there as well. Lovely. And helping out with the golf, right? As well, because my dad was helping organize that. So, okay, I thought of joining in. So, what kind of, a,
0: what kind of a tennis umpire are you? Uh, Just a matter of interest.
1: There's a few. There was a few calls I was disappointed with, but I didn't have much.
0: Much drama. No, that's actually. okay. Yeah, that's you know, uh, referees are in in you know. I suppose, yeah, the All-Ireland football final and the referees are very much in the news at the moment, Dan, you know, so you don't want to be that referee that everyone's talking no, about. No, so definitely you just, not. You know, you don't want to be there.
1: Talking about for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to do anything. He didn't make any shitty decisions and he didn't make any mistakes. That'd be fair enough.
1: Yeah. What was the weather like? It, w- it was okay. I mean, the Saturday, which was the... Sorry, the Sunday, which was the tennis tournament. We got the tennis tournament out of the way and then there was a marquee for the barbecue and it was absolutely lush lovely (laughs) so i suppose it was a positive because we got the tennis in but then you were just absolutely like we were stuck in the marquee for most of the night right uh which was fine though because i suppose all the entertainment was in the marquee yeah but it just wasn't ideal if you needed to
0: and what is what's it like around getting around down there for you in the chair?
1: Uh it's really good. Like it, um, um we've recently got a ramp. Uh one of the guys down there has very kindly made us a, a metal ramp that we can um that's portable, right? So that you can take around and and get into because I'm bar one other one um that a friend of ours made for their own deck we are the only mobile in the park with a ramp up to it okay um so that can be quite difficult at times when you know you're hanging around with friends and then they decide to go back to people's mobiles and you're kind of going oh
0: okay just sitting out in the rain looking in the window (laughs) open the window i want to talk to you guys Move my piece of the Monopoly board over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not really, I suppose, it's something you really give an awful lot of thought to. Again, uh,
1: well, I suppose I'm used to it. I know, um, but it, it,
0: the whole conversation externally now seems to be kind of about accessibility and how you, how things should be built. Yeah, to be accessible, absolutely, and not as an afterthought. You know, I think there's a, there's a radio campaign somewhere. I heard it. Yeah, you know. So,
1: absolutely, I completely agree um and that's where it is a little bit well a little bit is a bit of an understatement but it's just disappointing mm. you know um because i've at, like i've spent the majority of my childhood summers down there and absolutely loved it it's brilliant yeah um because there's always so much going on and particularly over the august bank holiday weekend like uh, there's a lot of people there I suppose over the last couple of years it's kind of we've noticed it because I suppose my group of friends when we were say teenagers I suppose it was absolutely packed say for example the sports day um, absolutely packed there was tons of races and things like that now I was helping out at it and it was over within an hour so there's kind of a shift in the demographic has changed demographic definitely um, which is understandable, but at the same time, it's kind of it's kind of sad because mm. uh, there's so much to do down there. I mean, you're then you're literally down the road from the beach, so it's perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose it's probably just like yourselves, you're all grown up, and they're not being replaced because they haven't left yet. You yeah. Know? So I suppose come back there in ten or fifteen years' time. Yeah. It'll probably be a lot more accessible because there'll be a lot of older people in there yeah you know it's yeah, just yeah. It, it cycles i suppose really yeah the, you know to absolutely. some degree it's kind absolutely. of like oh i need to get my walker up there because i'm 70 with a dodgy hip mm. that's just a circle of life dan very mm. inappropriate there with lion king coming out
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> well done <laughs> <laughs> yay God,
0: gonna, we're gonna ram these ones in no problem
1: um and there is there's actually a ramp up to a porta cabin that we have right as well, which is really cool there's like TVs and couches in there okay a bit point. of a rec group yeah mm. so it's really did you get out I was oh, out oh out lovely sort yes. of
0: Wexford and, and the whole environs of Wexford and
1: we did yes death tripping and actually just before we came on air I was telling you about um, do you remember back a while ago I was talking about the Dunn's yes the amazing Dunn's room the change room at Dunn's uh, another positive experience in Dunn's I was there at mum and dad and I was just waiting for uh dad outside and there was a group of um kids, I said they were no older than 10, three of them, with their mum and I was just sitting there waiting and one of them says hi to me and kind of engages in conversation and then he starts asking me about you know was I how did I end up like this, and
0: you told the story about you're an international um spy, and you got injured in a car crash. you did, didn't you?
1: I, I wish it yeah <laughs> no, you wish it did. you should have you should have that
0: story in your back pocket and <laughs> somebody goes, "Oh you, how would you end up in the chair Well, I was parachuting at twenty thousand feet, and my chute didn't open up, and <laughs> you could have so much fun with this then
1: I could do you yeah. know I'm gonna keep those in there. Keep those in reserve for the future. Um, What I actually said... (laughs) I actually told the truth. (laughs) Was a lot more um, bland. Um, But what I actually said was that I was born three months early and that I just considered that as being eager. Now, them being the ages that they were, they probably didn't understand that, but Mm. I suppose that's just... And then... um, they were just really, really inquisitive about the control panel on the chair. And I was telling them about the different speeds and things like that. And how it all works. And it was brilliant to see. Um, And they were asking me, like, how I sleep and things like that. And it was just... I, as I said, it was absolutely brilliant to see. Because there's n- not a lot of that now. You know... There's the odd time that you see it, but I'm sure I've said this before. There's either one type of parent, which is like, get out of the way. Yeah.
0: Don't talk to the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. You might catch something.
1: Absolutely. Or there's what happened. Yeah. In Dun- where, and it was just really organic and natural. And then we met with them again, actually. And they asked me my name. And just like, they were all like, hi, Dan, hi, Dan. And it was really, and then we met up with them again. And then uh, the mom said to me, "Ah, oh, you're famous <laughs> Um, And we were just, um, we were having- You
0: didn't it. go, don't you know who I am? No,
1: you I f- didn't. <laughs> oh, that's okay, thank God for that. I didn't know. Um, Yeah, it was just really organic, as I said, and, and natural and really- uplifting as well um because i have been kind of up and down the last couple of days but something like that makes you feel really good um because i suppose they're at an age where they don't understand the kind of intricacies so all they know is oh i'm really interested in this this is like a computer and it's really you know cool so um yeah it was it was really really cool um, the the positive experiences in Dunn's just keep. Going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, just this is not an advert for Dunn's There are other supermarkets <laughs> and there <laughs> are other shops available. You know, just just not everything isn't just <laughs> Dunn's So we did, I suppose, keeping transport going and being out and about. Um, yeah. We you did clap your eyes on this one about bus Aaron mm.
1: This is an article in. The journal by Orla Dwyer and it's about Donegal wheelchair user left without accessible bus to Dublin despite wait for this booking five days in advance.
0: Did you get flashbacks Dan, that loan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever about a private company, this is, you know, bus air and our national bus service. Very disappointing.
1: Incredibly. Yeah. yeah. Um and it basically bus Aaron has apologised for an incident, of course they have. Yep. Um involving a wheelchair user and his carer whose booked bus was not wheelchair accessible on arrival. Uh Pat Carter, who uses the wheelchair, and his wife and carer Rose booked two seats on bus erin on a bus Aaron bus from Letterkenny to Dublin on Friday the second of August. So uh, five days yes you know den- that's even
0: more harsh than the dart
1: yeah it is um, and well it actually says bus Aaron requires wheelchair users to book their seat by phone at least 24 hours in advance of the journey okay. on regional and expressway routes, which is unfortunately standard but I don't mind that yeah well you can because, kind
0: of see uh, it from this because bus Éireann have to remove seats yeah from a standard bus and this has to be obviously done in a garage and then strapping equipment has to be put in and... Yeah. Floor tracking has to be sorted out and all that kind of thing. So, okay. You kind of go, yeah, fair enough. That's, that's grand. to Make sure we have the right bus in the right place at the right time. Mm. Gives your 24 hours notice and when the boys in the garage they will take care of that field. Whip out the seats.
1: Yeah. So, the, their son, uh, Kevin Carter, uh, told the journal about the story and they arrived in the station and when the bus arrived it wasn't one really of um and this was definitely uh fl- as you said flashbacks to athlone um and i'm not sure if this is even similar to it as well the driver said he had no knowledge of this booking and this was the bus given him given to him on the day of the route yeah I can't remember was that I'm the not same? sure I don't think the
0: driver was too interested in then to be honest I yeah in our case we can't speak for this one but in our, in our case not alone I don't think the driver really cared Yeah. Um, yeah but I mean that's like what 5 days 24 hours notice get there early 25 minutes early as requested mm. and then the bus turns up no seat mm. or no space
1: and then they said they rang a bus and inspector inspector, sorry, in Dublin who said they there had been a mix up that day with buses, of course. The driver and inspector said an inspector, sorry, said there was nothing they could do. Um yeah. I'm not really believing that. Um so then they waited around for two hours when the next bus arrived, which is Bad enough, and then when the next bus arrived, that wasn't with the Jackass bus either. It's nuts. It's just like that's just unacceptable, and that's being kind mm. about. Um, I mean, like we had enough issues trying to get like taxis, as far as I remember, from. Because... Mm. Which is
0: exactly what they did from Letterkenny. So they had to get get an accessible taxi from Derry out to Letterkenny to bring them all the way up to Dublin and it cost them €161.
1: Which is just... Nuts, Dan. It's just... Like, it's the fact that they rang the inspector in Dublin and explained the situation and then they still mm. end up getting another bus that's not... Come on,
0: yeah.
1: That's Bus Aaron. Please get your act together.
0: Yeah, get your finger out. Okay, so yeah, in this statement, Bus Aaron said they were investigating the incident On the letter Kenny Bus. Sadly, Dan, it's not something that is uncommon. You know? uh, no, you yeah. Know, in, from a transport point of view, you know, we had our, our good friend Shannon Kelly there was recently caught out by a lift. Yeah. On the Dart here in Dublin.
1: Yeah, again. Again. Uh, And there, there were some people, because he, he driving and there were some people asking, well, why weren't you driving? Mm. He wasn't driving because there was no parking yeah, why, available. But why
0: should he drive? Why does he need to drive? Absolutely.
1: Um, Because there was no parking available. Yeah. I mean, like, he should have that choice, yeah. you know. Um. And it's just like they never learn the amount of times that there's been protests about this and they say, oh, we're kind of, we're going to work on this. Yeah, and
0: things are getting better. We have this super plan and all this new maintenance issues for lifts and stuff and all this kind of, but things never change. Things don't get better.
1: I believe that when I see it. Yeah,
0: And we know from the census in 2016 that there's one in seven people identify as having a disability. Now, that's everything. Yes. From a cockeye to cerebral palsy to autism or Asperger's or everything in between. But that's a huge chunk of the population.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we're only 4.5 million? 4.4 4 million? I haven't counted them all, but they're <laughs> fairly close, yeah. Um, like, one in seven out of that many people is a huge amount. Mm. And it's just like... I remember, I'm not sure if I if I might have mentioned this before, but I spoke at the um, Equality 17 conference in the Royal Hospital in Kilmainham a few years ago, and I was talking about the UN Convention for the Rights of um, People with Disabilities that hadn't been ratified at that stage. Uh, and I was talking kind of about the importance of it, of course. And there was one particular thing that I said right at the end and it was um, something along the lines of I'm I'm sick of um, people with disabilities being seen as ghosts in society and it's situations like this when it's making exactly the same mistake a n- number of times Um, that, I believe, validate that opinion, that we are, I mean, there's a lot of people that say people with disabilities are second-class citizens, uh, and I would agree, Um, but that's a bit too kind, in my opinion, at times, and particularly at times like this, because it's just... Ridiculous. yeah
0: it shouldn't be the starting point hmm? it shouldn't be the starting point you know to be a second class citizen yeah um, now apparently the characters are going to get their money money back that they spent on the taxi and, and that's great but like I they said they're never going to get their trust back yeah again waiting for the next foot to fall and the next absolutely incident to happen from a public transport point of view so Dan you've got another another cracking story uh, off the tinternet
1: yeah so this one is uh in the lad bible uh which is a uk uh journalist um website and it's a mom who was asked to leave um sports day after helping her disabled daughter to race and you're kind of going okay that's-
0: what's going on here then
1: that's strange. A uh, mother said she was asked to leave her disabled daughter's sports day after trying to help her join in with a race, having been told there would be insurance problems.
0: Yeah, we're going fucking mad down with insurance. So, insurance and GDPR, two of the favorite things in the whole wide world.
1: Yeah, so they told me I couldn't help her because of insurance and child protection. So obviously... I wondered and I asked how she was going to take part. Last year, she was able to come out of the buggy and walk with me carrying her.
0: So Tammy, the child in this case, then, Dan, has uh, cerebral palsy. Yes. And she's in school and this is her school sports day. Mm-hmm. So last year, Mammy got her out of the chair and went on the run with her. Carried mm-hmm. her up the pitch in the race and had a great time. Tammy really enjoyed yeah. it. But the school stepped in this year and said, no
1: absolutely you
0: can't be doing that for insurance reason and child protection issues it's her Um, child dan
1: absolutely yeah and uh, like i'm just baffled by the fact that it's kind of as you said it's her child yeah so there is nobody more qualified Um, no apparently there is well, yes. No, there is her so, her, yeah. her
0: her care assistant, her reminder in, in school is, according to this, far more qualified than her. Yeah. To push the boogie. Uh,
1: so. She was told that, instead, her as you mentioned, yeah, her one to one, PA would have to, help out, and like it's just, and that's after. Uh, this girl, Tammy, requesting that her mum help her. Mm.
0: I said she doesn't understand. When it suits the school, I can go in and help them lift her to use the toilet. But when it suits Cam- Tammy, I can't do it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it should be the way around. Yeah, it's hugely mixed messages there. Well, though. it should be both, but it should definitely be, you know, there should be a priority to her first. And this is actually coming back to... A situation that I had a few years ago that I won't won't go into detail about right now. But it was just this kind of thing of, I need you to listen to me, you know, rather than kind of dictate to me.
0: Yeah, talk over your head. Yeah. Have a conversation about you or your care or something like that that doesn't involve you.
1: Like I've had situations where I'm right there. And I could be with mum or dad or whoever. And I'm right there. I'm right there in the room. As close to you and me are right now.
0: We're very close.
1: (laughs) You know, sitting across from me or whatever. And they're still talking to my mum or dad or whoever about me. And I'm kind of going, hello. I'm Dan. (laughs) You know. And it's just... It comes back to what I was saying about being, being ghosts at times. You're kind of just going, I exist. And that's the frustrating thing about it, is that, like, why do people with disabilities have to prove themselves? Okay, there, there's proving yourself in a job or in certain situations that is entirely valid. But why do you have to prove that you even exist in the first place. Yeah. That, that's, I, I have no argument for that. Like it's, there's no valid reason why that would be the case. And I just, it's it's similar to what, um, Tammy's mom was saying. I, she said, I don't understand. I echo that. I just don't understand this period. Full stop. It's just baffling. Mm.
0: Yeah. So that's just another another case of just bloody nonsense. Mm. Yeah. Now I did see a lovely article in the Irish Times about assisted techno. It's more of a kind of a. Well, we are going back to college, Dan. Yeah. It our final year.
1: Yeah. I'm. Uh, Which
0: is a little I, weird. It is. It it's is. Kind of an odd feeling, I can tell you. It is, yeah. after everything we've been through and and striving to kind of get through the year, suddenly it's fourth year.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things that for the past three years, you've kind of gone through a year and you've not, well, I suppose after you get your exams, you've known you're coming back. Mm. But with this, it's like, there's no coming back.
0: No. Um, So whatever we need to get done, we need to get done this year. Yeah which is very weird
1: so it's um, it's that's that's a nervous laugh because i am both excited and
0: yeah i'm ready i'm ready to go back personally you know i think i just just need to get back in i'm gonna get it done yeah and kind of come out the other side you know go work at mcdonald's i'm really looking forward to that do you want fries with that (laughs) no we we don't do plastic straws anymore we just do paper i've been practicing (laughs) <laughs> you you won't need that. You never there. know, six or nine nuggets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I
0: used, I did see this 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 article, which was more about kind of like you need this laptop or do you need this laptop. And but it did as the article went down, it got into more sort of apps and assisted technology and stuff like right. that. I'm going to park it. I'm not going to talk about this week. I want to do a bit more work on it. Right. So we'll later talk about next week. Okay. Um, because there's loads in it. Mm-hmm. I know we had a brief conversation about. You know, when you're working with your PAs and stuff like that, you know, is there, is there other things that, and you kind of poo pooed a lot of stuff? <laughs> to be fair. um, you know, but I'd be interested to see have things moved on since the last time you looked at them? Yeah. Okay. And now that we are kind of TU Dublin and not just IT Tala as well, I, I do remember from DIT that had. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that you mentioned that. Yeah, they did an app
0: about apps and assistive technology and all of those kind of things. I'm going to try and track that down this week. Right. And either coin myself and have a chat with them or. Just find out what the hell is going on.
1: Um, and okay. kind
0: of report back.
1: I look forward to yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I I you know, I think I think that'd be um it'll be worthwhile actually.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And it, it again it comes back to doing something positive. Hmm. Uh instead of Oh no
0: Dan, <laughs> and we've had so far with people not getting their buses and yeah. not being able to direct their kids and mm-hmm. children not being able to take part.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Much. Yeah, In, instead of the both the articles that we've um had today that's actually doing something positive and progressive. Yeah, next
0: week we're going to come up with positive stuff. <laughs> um we'll we'll find some really interesting or we'll just make it up uh, one or the other. Um you know, with little Johnny who's fine now when he wasn't.
1: <laughs> I I do have some positive news for you. Dun so.
0: dun dun, Or should it be dan dan dan? <laughs>
1: Um, regarding the run and roll the IWA run and roll in. what's September.
0: the IWA run and roll Dan what is that
1: <laughs> so uh, this is the event that I've been training for over the past couple of months yeah
0: you're never off bloody Instagram with your updates on how really well you're doing carry on <laughs> I can't I I fairness, I can't give out to you this week for, for not training because you have been training, so I
1: Yeah. Um and I was actually it was I was a little bit nervous about it because of the break after um Wexford yeah. because of the week of a break.
0: Too much ice cream and too many pizzas. And, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um so but the the first workout back I managed to hit what was it, sixteen thirty three and my target is kind of in around 15 minutes that's what you want so that i was chuffed with that and i've been kind of gradually getting it down through the course of the week today's friday um and yesterday actually was a bit i was a bit surprised because my arms were a bit stiff uh now obviously they'd be stiff immediately afterwards but they were a bit stiff um about an hour or two afterwards as well, which is, so I've kind of contemplated taking a rest day today just to be wary of that. Mm. But I, I I think I've decided that I'm going to, I am going to train. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe today. don't,
0: maybe don't tear away out of today then. Maybe just take it nice and handy today. Yeah. Rather than putting too much pressure on yourself because you yeah. don't want to get injured. I mean, if you get injured, then you could be knocked out for three or four days.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and another, uh, positive assertion on that front is that I got an email from the IWA regarding the hand cycle lovely this is the one you
0: hope to use on the day
1: yes yes and they have said that there's a possibility that there'll be one um, back in with them next Thursday um, which is the 22nd and I'm Unavailable on the Thursday, but I said I can I can possibly pop in on the Friday and have a look and see. So I will be recording that and I'll report back. Deadly, that's what we want. Yeah,
0: yeah, that'd be great to get that though. Get yourself out on the road.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm a little bit nervous though because it's just a little bit unfortunate because I was hoping that I'd have it for a little bit longer because there's only a week then between. Mm. Um. So just in terms of like, with the one I've been using at home, it's like all I need to do is move my arms. With this, you have to steer it and yeah. All that kind of. So I'm a little bit apprehensive, but I'm just really excited to get going with it. Hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Um. But yeah, as I said, I'll be recording that and reporting back, and we'll see what we can do.
0: Deadly. That's not that. That that is good. Positive news, yeah, on top of everything else,
1: and uh, yeah. we also want to take this opportunity to pass on our condolences to the family of Nora Corinne at this time may absolutely rest yeah. in peace
0: no may she rest in peace indeed um I also have Dan coming up uh hopefully i've been in contact with a friend of mine actually who is uh, he's a personal trainer right uh he's recently qualified and stuff like that. But part of the qualification that he has Is working with people with special needs
1: Okay Yes That's cool That's cool I like So it. I just
0: got to um, Organise a date with him um, We can have a chat with him Probably when we're in college Because he lives around Tala as well So when we get back to college We can get him in and have a chat with him Awesome
1: Yeah So, uh, it's very so he works in a gym then? or
0: He has his own um, Sort of set up And he does personal fitness and small groups and stuff like that And um uh yeah, but part of the qualification is working with people with special needs. Brilliant and the particular requirements that kind of come with that. Brilliant. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that'll be a really good conversation.
1: Absolutely. Particularly, uh I suppose relevant with the Training that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Probably gonna arrive a bit late for you, but yeah. Uh, well,
0: I, I when it comes to the marathons and stuff like that, that yeah, thinking about doing.
1: Yeah, I, I might have mentioned that I was doing the 10k. Yeah. As a long term, yeah. Because
0: Dan or uh, this guy does he he is a marathon runner himself, right? Um, you know, so he knows. uh I think he's actually pushed a wheelchair as well. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, for for a marathon or, or part of the journey. That's uh, impressive. Yeah, but that, that you can tell us. You can tell us all about that when you get when we get him in anyway. Yeah, himself.
1: Cool. That's that's definitely something to look forward to.
0: So Dan, where can people find Dan and Dara?
1: You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Dan and Dara Doability. You can also send us an email at Danandara doability at gmail dot com. We are hosted on SoundCloud, and we're also on Spotify and iTunes. All at Dan and Dara yeah pretty much
0: anywhere you can get a podcast that's where you'll find us Mm -hmm. lovely absolutely good place to finish I think Dan Mm -hmm. I've been Dara McNicholas
1: and I've been Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon